Hello and welcome to another My Tunes podcast with me, Mark Tiley, here at manxradio.com. Mark Tiley, the nation's station, Manx Radio. We're all looking forward to the Manx Music Festival, The Guild, here on the Isle of Man, coming soon. And we're also very excited about John Owen Jones joining us from Welsh Wales to Manx Isle of Man. John, and he joins me now for my tunes. Thank you for coming on. Oh, you're very welcome. It's lovely to be here. It's great to have... Well, it'll be lovely to have you on the island in in not too long at all. I don't think you've been before, am I right? Uh, No, I haven't. And it's somewhere I've always wanted to visit. I know people say that all the time about places like the Isle of Man. And, you know, it's only a short hop across the water. And um, I've yet to visit. But I think one of the reasons I've not visited yet is because my wife's ex-boyfriend moved there. And I don't want to go anywhere near him. So... well. We'll, well, we'll keep you apart. It'll, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. You know, I think you'll feel at home here because we have the Manx Music Festival, The Guild. And, of course, Wales, so famous for Ice Steadfords and, and the great spirit of song that is right across mm. Wales. So I think you'll feel quite at home when you get here. I hope so. Well, I hope so, too. I mean, you know, I've got a very good friend of mine, Helen Power, uh, who's a fantastic singer who's from the Isle of Man. Um, and I worked out in Japan with her in 2018 in the Phantom of the Opera. And uh, she's just agreed this morning. She's just agreed to be my guest. So she'll be joining me. So I'll be on stage singing with a resident and someone who was born in the Isle of Man. So I'm very excited about that. too. Stop press. Hot news. That's what we like. <laughs> That's what we like here. Now, let's just start with you as a young lad in Wales. I mean, were you just surrounded by music? Well, yes, of course. I mean, you know, Wales has a great history of music and the arts. And, you know, as you said, mentioned, I said, um, my sister was in a choir. My brother was in a choir. My grandfather and uh, all his fathers before him won medals at I said, uh, And yet I, I, I had no desire to sing at all when I was younger. Music wasn't really in my house. It was in, you know, it was everywhere. So you didn't have to have a stereo. You would walk down the street and people would be singing. And it's a bit of a cliche. But um, I, you know, I fell in love with uh, rock music, funnily enough, at a very early age. And that's uh, kind of stood me in good stead for my theatricality and my musical theatre career, you know. But music is everywhere in Wales and um, poetry and all that kind of thing. And I've been very lucky to have sung at Ice Edwards and worked with some of the greatest singers in the world who happen to come from Wales. Well, it's, it's, it's a pedigree. It's a pedigree, sir. I want to talk an awful lot about getting you onto the West End and the various roles that you've had. And we've got a list. Well, it's a catalogue. Never mind a list. It's fantastic. But you just touched on rock. Was there ever a chance that you could have gone a different route? Well, I mean, when I was 16, I played Jesus and Jesus Christ Superstar in an amateur theatre production. And he, you know, the original person who played Jesus was Ian Gillen, the lead singer of Deep Purple. So you have to be able to sing like a rock star when you're performing that role. So I kind of always had that voice, but I found I was more excited by creating a role and acting and telling a story through a song as opposed to just singing high notes, you know, with a you know killer rhythm section and a brilliant guitarist next to me. I did join some bands and that kind of thing, but really it was acting and, and, and creating roles that excited me more than anything. So I kind of naturally fell into the world of musicals. Well, we're going to take our first, well, your first choice. 
Couldn't get much more Welsh than this. <laughs> <laughs> no, my first choice is Tom Jones and Delilah. Now, it's an obvious choice, of course, because I'm Welsh and Tom Jones is one of my heroes. In fact, my son is even named after him. Um, and, but I've never met him, but I have seen him perform live. And he's, you know, just as good now as he was back in his heyday in the 70s and the 60s and 70s. But uh, Delilah is a song very special to me as a Welshman because it's sung at all the Welsh rugby games. And I'm a big Welsh rugby fan. And I achieved a lifelong dream a few years ago, just before the first lockdown, when I got to perform Delilah on the pitch at the Millennium Stadium, now called the Principality Stadium, just before a Wales-England rugby match. And, uh, you know, 75,000 fans all singing along with me. It was an incredible experience. And to boot, we also beat England. So uh, it's, uh, it's, the song is a very happy memory for me. I'll be very quiet and we'll play the tune. <laughs> Shadows of love on her blind She was my woman As she deceived me I watched and went out of my mind the street to her house and she opened the door She stood there laughing I felt the knife in my hand and she laughed no more My, my, my Delilah Why She left no more. 
all this week. My guest on my tunes is the wonderful John Owen Jones, who has taken the West End by storm many, many times. And we're going to talk about that today. He's also coming to see us here on the Isle of Man to be an adjudicator at the Guild, but also a very special performance. Actually, there's two engagements, and we'll talk about both of them. First one at the Guild, and then a bit of a workshop. We'll talk about those later. But John, if we may today, can we talk about that feeling of getting a break to be in the West End and in a major role? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, it's I've been very lucky. I mean, I've played two of the biggest roles in musical theatre and uh, one of which, uh, Valjean, I played, I was the youngest actor to ever play the role and I still remain so. Uh, but it was because of someone else's misfortune that helped me, you know, into the spotlight. A very good friend of mine was playing Valjean, a guy called Phil Cavill from the East End of London. And he had a really bad motorcycle accident to the point where he wasn't able to walk for six months. Now, the night I stepped in to take over from him was the first time I'd ever played the role. Understudy went on. Cameron McIntosh, the producer of the show, who obviously produced the Limits film and everything like that, he he was there and he offered me the job on the spot. So um, it was just very lucky. I mean, the understudies go on all the time, but to actually have the producer offer you the role there and then was quite something. I felt very lucky. And of course, I, I firmly believe that if a door opens, you should walk through it. And opportunities like that very rarely come along in my industry. So I grabbed it with both hands and I've been involved with the Limits ever since. It's a tremendous part. It's a tremendous story. I mean, you just throw yourself into it, don't you? Yeah, of course. And, you know, you, I mean, you know very well, you know, Isle of Man has its own Limits star, the wonderful Samantha Barks. And, you know, she, you know, in a very similar way, was launched to stardom by Cameron McIntosh. And, um, you know, it's one of those shows that, um, and one of those roles that once you get your teeth into it and you're part of that company, uh, it's one of the most joyful experiences in, in the West End. It, there's a real family feeling and everyone who's been in those shows uh, are connected, you know. So Lim is, is a, one big family and I'm delighted to be part of it. Well, so are we. And, and you've been back and back and forth with it, haven't you? It's not like you just left it alone. Oh, no. Yeah, you're very right. I mean, I first started at 26. I'm now 51 this year. Right. So, you know, I've been involved in the show for a, a very long time. And um, I did the 10th anniversary, the 15th, the 20th, the 21st, the 25th, the 30th anniversaries. And uh, I've performed the role twice on Broadway, in London, in Paris, in Dubai. Uh, you know, and it's one of those shows as well where if I ever sing songs from it in concert, um, I can't not do Bring Him Home. You know, it's like it's absolutely essential I sing that. People will be very upset if I don't. So it's been a very big part of my life and long may it continue. It was an incredible show in a way because we get used to the Lloyd Webbers coming around and the new ones and this, that and the other. But that show just sort of appeared and there were some people who weren't sure about it at all because it's such a dark theme. And were you surprised how well it survived and how it's just gone on? Well, I'll tell you something interesting, and I didn't like it when I first heard it. I didn't like the show at all. Um, and then I saw it and I, and I got it because it's one of those things where, you know, the music is kind of 1980s pop in a way, but with a French tinge. And if you don't like the music at the beginning of hearing it, you might not like the show, but I saw it, the theatricality bowled me over and I understood it. And, you know, years have gone by where um, the show has, as we said, has been running for a long time now, but Cameron McIntosh and his team are constantly looking for ways to reinvent it. 
the show was originally like nearly four and a half hours long and now it's down to about two and a half hours and they're always adding things or tweaking things or changing things and I think that's what keeps the show fresh you know I mean they did a concert version in 2019 a specially adapted version that wasn't just standing there and singing but it was fully staged and you know so it's exciting for people to who have seen the show to come back and see it again but with a fresh pair of eyes. Let's have today's piece of music what's your choice today sir? Well, um, you know, I'm a middle-aged man, as I just mentioned now, I'm 51 nearly, and um, uh, like a lot of middle-aged men in this country, um, the band Elbow um, really appealed to me because it really, their lyrics and their music, um, they kind of aimed at men of my age and with my experience, and I absolutely adore them. The poetry of the lyrics are amazing, the music's brilliant, uh, but this one song I've chosen is, is one of those songs that you can get up in the morning put it on and immediately makes your day better it's a song called one day like this by elbow
My guest all week on My Tunes is John Owen Jones. No stranger to the West End, but first time to the Isle of Man coming up in the Guild in the Manx Music Festival. Now, two things we need to talk about, John, today. First of all, the big show night, the, the, the yes. Cleveland Medal Night. You will be performing, and you said earlier in the week you're bringing a guest. That's right. I'll be at the Villa Marina Concert Hall on the 29th of April, um, singing songs from the shows uh, with my regular musical director, John Quirk, uh, who's a very good friend of mine from many years ago from Wales. We've travelled the world together. We're both very excited to come to the Isle of Man. And uh, we'll be bringing a very special guest, the incredibly talented and beautiful Helen Power, who was born and bred on the Isle of Man. And I traveled to Japan and I played Phantom opposite her, Christine, in the Phantom of the Opera in Tokyo in 2018. And I asked her to come and join me and she said yes, without even thinking about it. It's, it's delightful to be, you know, playing at the Isle of Man and uh, with someone from there. You know, it's gonna be a very special evening. And I'm also um, taking control of a workshop the next day, like a masterclass in how to perform musical theater songs. Um, it's something I don't do very often, so I guess the, the, the people who will be coming to that will be getting uh, something quite rare. I think I've maybe done about five or six in my career because uh, I'm always too busy, but um, it'll be great to share some of the tips and tricks I've learned along the road, you know. I'm looking forward to meeting some budding musical theatre performers. Who knows? I mean, the next Samantha Barks might very well be in that little masterclass with me. Could well be in Balakameen School. It is a, yeah. It is such a competitive, tough world, being a professional like you in the business of trying to get on stage. I mean, there's an awful lot of people who are resting currently as we, were, as, as we talk, um, yeah. and they're good, and they're really good. How much of it is luck and how much of it is being in the right place at the right time or being ready to take the step? Do you know, that's a really good question. I think... You know, I, when I left drama school, I was one of the few who could sing. So I was able to continue to work because I could do musicals as well as plays and TV and film. But some of the actors that left drama school with me back in the 1990s were incredibly talented. Some of the best actors I've ever seen. But the nature of the business meant they didn't get any work. They weren't lucky. Like you said, they, they, you often have to be just the right look, just the right voice, just the right temperament for the role that someone's casting. You have to be in that audition room and someone has to like you. And you also have to be nice, you know, not everyone's nice. It is incredibly difficult. And of course, with the, you know, with the pandemic, it's been made even more difficult. I know so many great actors who've had to step aside from the industry now and, and look elsewhere because, you know, we weren't helped by the government. Uh, I don't want to get into politics, but that made life a lot harder. And, you know, I've been very lucky because I've had a concert career and I've had a recording career and I've been able to dip into that and keep going, you know, but um, the last few years especially been very difficult for actors in my industry. But, you know, the green shoots are now appearing through the frozen ground and, you know, shows are coming back. And, uh, you know, as we say, I'll be, I'll be on the Isle of Man for the first time. I would never have never even dreamed that. But now, finally, I can be there. Well, we can't wait. Let's have today's piece of music. I, I saw the list. I thought, oh, interesting. You better tell me about this one. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I'm a musical theatre actor. That's my stock in trade, really. But I do absolutely adore rock music. 
and some very heavy metals and very, very heavy stuff. But um, when I was in Phantom of the Opera, um, one of the stage managers was friends with uh, a guy who ran a record company who just signed this young rock band from Lowestoft called The Darkness. And so I got their very first single, which is now extremely rare. And I've been in love with the band ever since. So um, just to show a different side to myself, I'd love you to play I Believe in a Thing Called Love by The Darkness.
this week on my tunes my guest has been and still is john owen jones and we've talked about an awful lot of stuff he is going to be here on the isle of man we've got two events for you we've got the friday big friday night at the guild and then we've got the balakamine uh which is going to be a workshop which is going to be fantastic we can't wait john today I'd like to sort of look ahead over the horizon. You, in your wonderful Welsh way, talked about the green yeah. shoots, <laughs> the green, green grass of home almost popping up, coming there. But what, yeah. what do you see yourself doing now in the future? Where's it going for you? Well, you know, after the last few years of, you know, uh, well, the dearth of work and, you know, uh, you know, such a struggle the last few years have been for people in the industry, you have to look at ways of reinventing yourself. And I'm looking into directing and producing. I mean, you know, maybe in the next 10 years, I might never perform. I don't know. Like I said earlier in the week, you know, you have, when I see a doors open, I'll walk through it. I'll take an opportunity. If something feels right, I'll go my instinct and go with it. You know, I'll be performing all year this year. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going around the UK. I'm, I'm starting in a new musical. Who knows where that'll take me, you know? Um, I can't tell you what it is yet. Oh, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You know, so that's all very exciting. I'm looking at making another album, maybe recording a live album. I I'm launching a podcast. You know, I don't just stick to one thing. I'm trying to do lots of different things. I'm, you know, I'm creative director of a festival in Wales at Christmas time. So I've got lots of irons in the fire and you have to throw everything up in the air and try and, you know, whatever you catch, you keep going with, you know. Uh, that's the worst metaphor I've ever come up with, by the way. But I... <laughs> You know, I, I'm just looking to the future and, and I just take whatever opportunity comes, you know. I mean, if I ever, you know, stop doing this and I never work again, I'd be very happy to open a restaurant because I love food, you know. I mean, who knows? Who knows? I might even be a DJ on the Isle of Man one day, you know. One day you surely will retire. So but I don't know. Looking... I don't know. I'll probably fall asleep at one of these microphones here and they'll <laughs> they realise I've gone. I'm, I'm not asleep. I've just <laughs> gone. I've moved on. <laughs> I'll have to drag your cold, dead body out of the studio. You, yeah. you see, Welsh yeah. poetry, you can't get away from it. You can't stop yourself. You can't stop yourself, John. Um, you know, Jean Valjean, that, that has yeah. to be the role for you, isn't it? I mean, out of all the ones you've done, I mean, you've, you've, yeah. I just think of you and him, really. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like, I mean, you just got to look at my name, John Owen Jones. <laughs> yeah. It almost sounds like Jean Valjean. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's one of those roles where I've come to believe that maybe I was born to play it. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but I still enjoy doing it. I mean, I've been doing it for over 25 years now, you know, been involved in the show, played the role since I was 26. And I can't see there ever being an end to it. You know, I've still got it in my voice. I love doing it. Um, the Phantom of the Opera was another role I did for a long time. Yeah. But I think I've probably done with that now. You know, I don't know. I'd never say never. But Lim is, I think, hopefully it'll still be part of my future at some point. You know, Well, we, we hope so, too. We can't wait to see you, hear you, here on the Isle of Man. Friday the 29th at the Isle of Man Music Festival, the Guild, and then... Uh, a more intimate setting, the Balakameen School on Saturday the 30th. Two wonderful engagements. So, what's the final track going to be? Well, yes, of course. I mean, <laughs> the tracks I've chosen so far are not from musicals. But, you know, since we talked about Les Mis and it's such an important part of my life, um, I'm going to choose a track by um, probably the king of British musical theatre, Mr Michael Ball, uh, who was in the original cast of Les Mis. And this is a song that made him famous, this song. You know, it's, um, it was written by Lloyd Webber and uh, it went to the top of the charts, I think. 
And it's one of those things where I saw him perform on top of the pops of all things. And I thought, oh, I'd love to do that. I think I can sing like that. And then I, it kind of started me on the road, you know, and I now sing this song live in concert. In fact, I should imagine I'll be singing it. Yes. Uh, at the Villa Marina. And, um, you know, uh, Michael Ball has become a good friend of mine. So things have, you know, become really interesting. So this last song that I've chosen uh, is Love Changes Everything by Michael Ball. And again, thank you for being with us. magnificent way 
to end a wonderful week of my tunes with my guest John Owen Jones, who is coming to the Guild in a couple of weeks. Be sure you get a ticket to see him, not only adjudicating, but performing as well. I'm Mark Tiley. Thank you for joining me on the podcast. And thanks to Chris Williams for sitting in on the show whilst I'm away on my holes. But I'll be back soon. All the best.